0: common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's
1: John Katz and Rita Cosby. Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC.
0: I understand we have a, a good Catholic on the phone. We do.
1: We have a great guy and a good Catholic. We have Tom DiNapoli. He is the 54th Comptroller of the state of New York. Uh, Comptroller DiNapoli, Rita Cosby here on Cats and Cosby. We love having you here on the show.
0: Oh, it's nice to be back. And Rita, congratulations on co-hosting with John. This is great. But he better not take you off 10 o'clock when I come home late at night. You know, no, no, you know she's on from 10 to I, I 12. Love, I love your conversations with Stan, so I, I don't want to miss out on that at night. Y-
1: you are so funny. Stan is my regular caller who every night we go to battle, it's like I put on my war uniform on to go to battle. But he's he's, thank you so much, and I'm glad you're tuning in. By the way, so much happening. Uh, One of the things we were going to talk about is the budget, Uh, Hochul with the budget. We were just hearing, and Gut Patterson, we were hearing that what the legislature's pitched a lot more money than Governor Hochul was originally pitching. Well, John, there's a report, and we just wanted to know if you know anything about it or could confirm it. That the 30 day period is up. The legislature is now sent uh, its version of the budget, and that they did not put a numerical coefficient to it, but the belief is that it would add $50 billion onto the budget. What, from like 227
0: to yeah, there's a rumor going around. I talked to uh, Zach Williams in the New York Post in Albany, and he says the, the budget may stand at 274. It's not approved or anything. I mean, 484,000 New Yorkers moved out of New York. Those are the guys that are paying the taxes. How are you going to pay 274? Well, I mean, look, uh, you know, as, as Governor Patterson, uh, uh, who uh, – David, I love you. Great governor. Please don't become secretary of defense. No. Oh, they, I know they, they were trying to promote you there for a minute. But uh, as Governor Patterson can attest, I mean, this is part of the, the ritual that happens every year. The governor puts out a budget the legislature will pass one house versions that always add spending and then comes down to the real negotiation. So, right. you know, I don't read too much into, you know, one house proposals at this point. But I think the the main issue to look at is this. As we've been reporting, tax collections continue to be strong. We're in good shape right now. We expect to have a surplus at the end of the year. The problem is In the governor's proposal, looking long term with the state financial plan, and I believe these numbers are absolutely accurate, we're not going to be in such good shape a year, two, three, four years down the road. We start to go back into that pattern that we've seen over many, many years where there's a rush to get the budget done and the budget is in balance for a year, but the spending commitments blow out out-year budget gaps. We didn't have that the past couple of years, largely because of, of the federal relief money that came in, but we're, we're going to get back in that pattern. So the danger is, I mean, the governor's budget proposal already is a pretty healthy uh, spending package by any measure, $227 billion, if, if it's added to, and and if, if some of of that new spending is tied to money that's not going to be accounted for. Those out-year budget gaps will only get worse. And, and 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 this economy, as we know, is very uncertain. We you know where are we headed? Nobody knows for sure. Excellent
1: point, Judge Weinberg. You got a question for uh, Tom DiNapoli. To
0: Tom, welcome uh, back to the show. I have I have the same two issues that that you have. Number one, as John points out, you have four hundred eighty-four thousand folks who have left in the last 24 months? Are they going to be replaced and by whom? And who's going to pay the taxes? And who's to support all the programs? And as you correctly pointed out, we're going to lose the federal money. So you yeah. can't lock into permanent spending money that you're not going to have. Otherwise, yeah. we're going to have a situation. How yeah. do we keep people in the city and state of New York, Tom? Well, I mean, you know, that we, we could probably do several shows on that question. Keep in mind a couple things. First of all, Yes, we have a net loss in terms of of out-migration, and yes, it tends to be folks at at the higher end. And we need to remind everybody the top 1% of taxpayers uh, account for over 40% of the personal income tax revenue that funds most of the programs that we have. So we don't want to lose anybody, especially at, at the upper end. That being said... The, the earlier trend during COVID when we were losing more somewhat went down when you look at the, the, the 2021 uh, numbers uh, versus 2020. And uh, the reality is there, there actually are more millionaires now than there were a couple of years ago in our state. Now, you know, so, so it's, it's not all that everybody's leaving, but there, there is no doubt that we are losing folks, we are losing population. That has implications not only in terms of revenue, it's hurt us politically. The clout of New York State the number of congressional seats we've lost over the years. That diminishes our influence. It's rather remarkable in that context that we have both uh, the Senate Majority Leader and and now the House Minority Leader coming from New York. But but we we need to be very mindful of the fact that we want to have a population that grows, and we want to have a population that includes people who are gonna who are gonna pay for the services that we all depend on. So Tom, it's Rob Astorino. Hey, Rob, how are you? I, I'm. This is great. I have. Two of my favorite Democrats, Weinberg, I'm getting to you. You might be number three, but <laughs> Patterson to my left, naturally. And of course, Tom DiNapoli, who I may have voted for. I don't know. I'm not, I don't remember. I, 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 but he wait, is wait, a, wait, a, wait, wait.
1: What about me and John Katsimatidis? Are you Dem- don't you love <laughs> us? No, we're no, oh, no, no, individuals. Oh, don't you absolutely. love us? absolutely. Right, right. Of course right. I do.
0: Okay. But here's my question, Tom. Yeah. You're a Democrat with Democrats all around you, right? Your party. They're spending like crazy. They're obviously putting things in jeopardy in our in our state for normal people who pay the taxes. As John was saying, how do you actually stand up to them? How do you how do you go head to head with them and not be concerned about the next election that that they they'll, they'll screw you? Well, you know, it's an interesting question. Of course, the job of controller is. A unique one; and generally not understood. Um, and I'm always very mindful, having been in the legislature myself for you know for 20 years, it's not my job uh, to decide how the money's spent. When they decide how to spend it, I got to make sure it's being spent the right way. But what I try to emphasize uh, is, is to really um, try to impress upon. Policymakers, be the elected officials or, or any stakeholder, that you can't spend money that you have today when you don't have the money tomorrow, and 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 the, you know the challenge that I see, and it's, this is this is the long history of New York, and Governor Patterson can relate to this. When you're in the legislature, you know, your job is to deliver as much as you can for your district. And you fight hard, school aid, senior programs, go down a long list. And you're on a budget deadline and you're on a two-year election uh, cycle deadline. And, and you want to go home and, and, and tell everybody how much you delivered for the district. You're not going to go home and say, I cut this program. You're not going to go home and say, I built up the rainy day reserve funds, which thankfully actually Governor Hochul is, is, is doing a better job of. And so you get into this short-term decision-making mode. In many ways, it's by definition what the legislative role is, because that's what's expected by the voters back home. What I try to do as controllers to say, we need to start to have some long-term thinking. And long-term thinking means we have to make sure we're not making spending commitments that we can't fulfill. Because when we can't fulfill them, what do we do? We raise taxes, which causes the other problem, of the out-migration, or we borrow more money, right? It's easier to borrow money to pay for something rather than be more frugal in spending. And the reality is, New York State, we don't talk about it enough, where, you know, Moody's ranks us right after California, second most indebted state in the nation. More and more of our spending is paying for old bills. We put forth a debt reform proposal, which... You know, unfortunately, Rob did not get a lot of attention because nobody wants to talk about reforming debt and controlling it more, putting more of the debt authorization to go back to the voters as was intended, not doing all this backdoor borrowing through the public authorities. So so I would say to you this, what I try to do is, is provide a dose of reality to say, you know, you can't spend, uh, you know, I hate to use the phrase, but the old phrase, you can't spend like drunken sailors. We've been living off of the federal largesse. But that money is, is clearly winding down. And, and, yep. and same thing for New York City, by the way. New York City, under the prime administration, made some wonderfully popular spending commitments for recurring programs based on federal money that's not going to be there forever. And that's what Mayor Adams is trying to contend with now with his budget challenges without Um, your budget gaps.
1: And uh, Tom, uh, this is Rita Cosby. Again, everybody, we're talking to the 54th Comptroller of the state of New York. And um, Tom, I I just want to ask you, you know, you talked about sort of the reality. You say things are getting better in terms of people coming back or less flight from New York. Um, But, you know, if you, the reality also, there's such a, a horrible perception right now where so many people, you know, you look down any street of New York, uh, there are storefronts that never opened up after COVID. Um, there's so many still, you know, people concerned with high taxes and all these things. How do you bring people back? I mean that, you know, it, even the perception, you know, you say things are better. I'm happy to see that. Cause of course I love New York. I was born in Brooklyn. I love New York. Yeah. Um, but you know, the perception is boy, they see the crime headlines every day. Uh, there was someone stabbed just randomly, Uh, today on the subway. And there was someone stabbed the other day in front of the Brooklyn Diner on 57th Street. How do you overcome that?
0: Yeah, no, you're a cry. Uh, Cleanliness, uh, the issue of homelessness and mental health. And the governor has put in a significant increase in funding for mental health programs. Now, look, we're dealing with a lot. I, I, I don't in any way... I, I, I just I, I want to make the point, it's not quite as dire of everybody leaving as sometimes projected, but there are real issues there that we have to contend with. And that really, at the end of the day, is going to be the function of this budget process. What will the state legislature do in terms of priorities? And, and I think you're right. It, it has to be, uh, from my perspective, a, a real serious effort to deal with the mental health issue because I think that underpins not all, but but, but a great deal of, of the, the issue of crime, the, the, the sense of a lack of safety on some of our streets and in the subways. You've got to deal with that. The homeless issue we've done, as you, I think you know, a number of audits that have shown that we've spent money on, on, on homeless intervention programs. That has, it just hasn't worked. They, they've given money to some of these nonprofits uh, to get uh, folks off the streets, out of the subways and and they 're just not providing the service it 's it's, it's throwing good money after bad, so you need to have a whole different outlook uh, uh, and a more aggressive administration. Look, I know Mayor Adams is trying to deal with some of these issues. I think the governor 's trying to deal with them as well let 's hope between uh, what happens in Albany and what happens as the city council works on the budget they 're going to put the right kind of priorities in place they 're going to not spend more money than we have and my job as state controller, Brad Lander's job in the city of city controller is to point out when we see programs that aren't working and money not being spent the right way to call it out. Yep. Folks don't always, and you're like, well, always do that, but, but that's what we're going to keep doing. You're, you're always welcome to come to WABC and we got that big bugle and call yes. everybody out that if if, if, if something is not right and that's your job. Thank you yes. so much, uh. Uh, Tom, have a Thanks great weekend. everybody. Thank have a you, great Tom week. weekend. i got to go out and buy John's book this weekend. And, <laughs> and tune in tonight
1: at 10 o'clock. I, I'm expecting you to be tuning in, okay?
0: <laughs> All right. Take care, everybody. Take care.